Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this. Uh, We've got an impromptu pod for you here. We were due to be recording another pod um, and uh, that had to be rescheduled. So me and Terence got together and impromptu podded. Here we go. Good afternoon, Terence. How are we? Hello, Thomas. How are we? I'm very well. Yes, I'm good. Thank you, mate. It's... uh... This is a uh, an impromptu pod, isn't it? A little bit, yeah. Impromptu, impromptu Easter afternoon, Easter, Good Friday afternoon pod. Absolutely. Do you um, have an impromptu swig as well? I did have an impromptu swig of, and this isn't a humble brag, uh, protein shake. Just oh. finished a nice little, just finished a nice little uh, garden, garden workout nice. uh, in the evening, and I'm uh, just looking forward to chilling, kicking back with a with a protein shake and a cricket pod. Excellent. And the fact that you just refer to it as a protein shake really does highlight the fact that um, we don't have product placement on here, do we? So, uh, it's, no, and also, um, I can't remember what brand it is. I can't remember what brand it is as well. But I guess while we're there, it's, <laughs> it's uh, not a bad not opportunity to say to any products out there, if, if you do want some uh, some product placements, then then you know, do, do give us a shout. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll certainly consider it and probably probably run with it. So uh, Absolutely. And any... also, don't be fooled into thinking that just because it's a incredibly incredibly loosely based uh, loosely sports based podcast um and i've just mentioned that i was doing some exercise that any of those products should be exclusively fitness related we will happily take fast food yeah. alcohol yeah um, consider it like the uh the hundred sponsors that were originally yeah. chosen um and a bit of 90s cricket, so, you know, your Benson and Hedges, yeah. um, your, your Rothmans for your, your, uh, yeah, for, yeah. Your, for, your, for your Formula One racing. And, and yeah, I mean, I just had a Cadbury's cream egg, for example. And again, that's not lovely. product placement, but it would be, would be lovely if we had had that opportunity. But where I wanted to, to take this impromptu pod in the direction of initially is, is where we went with our last pod, where we started off by saying it's probably the hottest day since Ben Stokes um, smash the Aussies round Headingley. Um yep. I reckon it's now hotter than that. Um and it's got, hotter than that. Not hotter than Headingley, sorry, hotter, hotter than, than last, last week. Hotter than last week. Yeah. Um but it got me thinking what when it's like this, when the weather's just beautiful, not a cloud in the sky, you you have to put on a bit of sun cream. Like what what cricket match does that kind of take you back to? Um in terms of watching gem- I guess ideally at a ground and um, when I asked myself that question straight away I said Ben Stokes Headingley even though I wasn't even there for it but <laughs> I've since come up with a couple of ideas but is there anything what's your what's your what's jumped into your mind well, when I asked that question jumped, what's immediately jumped into my mind and at the risk of repeating some of last week's content Fine. Um, is being sat on the massive temporary stand that the Ashes the first day of the Ashes last year because yep. I think that's the most sunburnt I've got at the cricket, <laughs> including watching cricket in uh, the West Indies and the subcontinent. Yeah. Um, but that really was a beautiful day, wasn't it? There was another day we went um, we were at Oval for Pakistan 2016, mm. and it was an absolute scorcher. Absolute scorcher, um, was. Yeah. Absolute scorcher. Be- Awful day's cricket. Day and the worst day's cricket. Mm. It's got to be right up there as the worst day like not in the context of the series necessarily, but like dullest day of England cricket of all Mate, time. Certainly in the modern era. Certainly in the modern era. Although I'd imagine some of those uh, cricket, those tests in New Zealand, which weren't part of the World Test Championship, 
um, back in November, December time. Oh, they, was were it November? Dry, they? they were dry as well. I mean, may- maybe there's maybe there's a, uh, a pod in the most boring test matches. Um, of, it's hard of work, our, it's hard work to make that interesting, though, isn't it? We, I Do think it. we manage it. We, you, you, you start off with that, and then you then you spin out because then you start talking yeah. about creepy crawly. You start talking about how much he annoyed Australian fans, um, and you and you just you just roll from there. So, yeah, that's um, yeah, another. We, we we did have a chat off air earlier today, didn't we? And came up with about twenty five to thirty pod ideas. Yeah. So, One um, of which was just called plodders. So maybe yeah. actually, <laughs> just add it to the list. As uh, as we as, as we as we love to say, um, I think for me, uh, I thought of two two kind of tools uh, more than just individual games. That uh, certainly where where I met your good self um, in uh, in the West Indies, where it's just it's just roasting every day. But it's that yeah. it's that it's that bit. It's just it was just way hot, way too hot. Um, Wait, yeah, over over there. That's from someone who who bloody loves the sun. Um, and so then I just got thinking as well when I when I did the the uh, well three tests of the Ashes tour in two thousand two slash three, Perth, Melbourne, and Sydney, and no no play was was off for bad light or bad or rain or anything like that. And it was just beautiful weather all the time. I think Perth yeah. probably was was stinking hot, but then like Melbs and Sydney were 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 nice. Um, and that's just that's just what where I, where I found myself here, just thinking, this is just this is just lovely. Maybe it helped that I had TMS on the uh, on the headphones, um, but yeah, I could have been anywhere watching cricket. It was absolutely beautiful. We um, uh, a similar similar setup, but polar opposite experience it was when we went to Sri Lanka. You didn't go to Sri Lanka in twenty twelve, did you? Um, didn't make it. We um, not invited. Um, <laughs> Um, we we were sat in where's the where's the castle before is that Gaul I think it's Gaul yeah. pretty yeah. sure it's Gaul we were, we were sat up there and it was incredibly unpleasant like incredible like incredible views beautiful ground but it was so like stiflingly stiflingly hot like you leave any sort of room yeah and you're instantly just covered in sweat. And so we were sat up there for like three days in the dust and the dirt and the hot and the heat. And everyone had made like these like these like um like very, very makeshift like tents, I guess, out of like tarpaulin and stuff. Yeah. And after about three days, the lad sat next to me and went to, sat next to me, your good friend Bruno. Yeah. Uh turned around and pop. went What's the difference between sweat and piss? <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't really, I didn't really know the answer. And he went, "Are we all just sitting here covered in piss?" <laughs> and that's basically my defining memory of watching beautiful, like beautiful ground. Yeah, historic. Yeah, historic ground. Beautiful country. Just <laughs> lovely people. To watch, just too, yep. lovely people. Just too hot to watch any cricket in. And and thinking if if piss and sweat are yeah, that would have been same. eight years. That would have been about eight years ago. Twenty twelve. Yeah, about yeah. Go, like this week. Bang right. Well, that was kind of, I can say it makes sense why England were, were playing Sri Lanka, meant to be playing Sri Lanka, but obviously it doesn't because we just kind of pick and choose when we go over there. And we went over there in uh, 2018, December, November, yeah. December 2018. 18 as well. months in between tours. Perfect. <laughs> just, no, just, just, literally just, no reason. Just excellent. But talking about really hot, beautiful, blistering sun uh, days, what about coldest days of the cricket? Did you. Or did you not come to the day nighter at Edgbaston? Um, awful, awful experience. <laughs> it's the coldest. It's like forget cricket. I think it's the coldest 
sporting it's the event. I've ever been. Yeah, it was it was freezing. So what, let's let's set the scene again. So it was what two p.m. start was it on two p.m. Um, start? What year was it? Three years ago? Two years ago? It was a windy. So it was twenty eighteen, I think. Yeah. Mm. Oh no, no, was it twenty seventeen? I think it was twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Twenty eighteen was India and yes, else. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 2017, and because um, Milan had just come in, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was ahead of the Ashes tour. Ben Stokes, That's right, because it was Tony Jones. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and if I remember rightly, like we we got there and Cook was already on a double turn, or he'd already made a lot. But it was great because Stokes was going to be coming in, and he was going to smash it. There was someone else, maybe it was Butler wasn't back in then, was he? But there was no. essentially what happened. It, it rained. It was really cold. We were right at the top of the Eric Holly stand, which yeah. really was just like wind chill of, of anything. And I have yeah. never, there's well, my, our good friend, Sean, who, who, who nobody forgives for anything in a hurry. And um, I have not <laughs> forgiven. I have certainly not forgiven him for, uh, no, for, for sorting that quid out. As well. Expensive tickets, really <laughs> cold. It just, uh, it just and really didn't. Happened, all it is, is Cook got out. Yep. It went wicket, wicket. So that was probably Stokes, Milan, probably Bearstow. He pulled up the scorecard. Okay, okay. No, I haven't. No. All came no. and went all came and went pretty quickly. Yep. And then it was just a few tail enders and then the West Indian openers. And it was freezing Baltic. <laughs> and then it started. Bearing in mind this was mid August. Oh yeah, completely, like, yeah torrential torrential raining and because it was a day night test um everyone had just started drinking at 11 anyway yeah because what because why wouldn't you yeah and so by it was also it the euros had, yeah it was the year after the euros because don't take me home the song was yep. bang on trend yeah um and the entire holly stand was just singing it yeah constantly yeah it was freezing cold it was yep. torrential rain and just don't take me home was just on repeat <laughs> i felt i pulled up the three uh, hours i've pulled up the scorecard here so um so you're right thursday the 17th of august um was uh was when it when it all kicked off uh i think we went on day two i think that's yeah, when we, we arrived so so england finished day one on 348 for three cook 153 not out uh, David Milan on 28 not out or something Cook similar was what? to that. Cook was what not out? I've just scrolled up. Cook was on uh, 153 not out. So he'd had a, he'd had a, a decent day one. Uh, Milan was 28 not out. But yeah, in terms of... Cook made 150 in a day. Yeah. In terms, of, in terms of who was to come. So Root had already got out for 136 on that day one. Um, yeah. So yeah, so we had Cook, Milan... Um, which which two other which two other players had joined Root in uh, in the hutch as they say in Australia? Is that what they say if they're out? You ask. Yeah. Have you got the scorecard in front of you? You ask it. You ask. It. I haven't. <laughs> no. I was just about to. Look, I was just about to look for it when you asked me a quiz. Before question. you do, yeah. Um, and they both got out for eight. So it was so hold on. We had Cook had gone. Yep. That would have been Stoneman had gone. Yep. So Cook's not out, but Stoneman's gone out. Oh, yep. sorry. So so Cook's still in. Stoneman's gone. Tom Wesley. Very good. There you are. Three would have been at three that summer. There you are. That's both of them. Oh, that's both. And then good. Root. Um, so Root was bold Roach for 136. Stoneman bold Roach for eight. And uh, Tommy Wesley LBW bold uh, Cummins for uh, for eight as well. But yeah, you're right. So we had Milan was well set on 28 night out. But then we, look at this. Talk about the engine room, that middle order. 
Ben Stokes, Johnny Bairstow, Moe Nally. We were excited. Lovely. And they contributed Lovely. Ben Stokes, 10 from 14. Johnny Bairstow, 18 from 33. Moe Nally, a full ball duck. So it was all <laughs> worth it for, well, to be fair, we saw Cook get up to uh, 243. Uh, Milan, 65, which must have been his top score at that point. Yeah, it was his top score at that point. Struggled. That was when he was doing really well. That was when he started yeah. really well, wasn't yeah. it? And then he obviously got a ton over in um, in England. In did he ever get a ton in England? Got a ton in the, the Wacker. No, he got a ton at the Wacker. But this was this would have been was this after that? This is before. before that? This is before because Stokes. This is pre because oh, it was pre following winter. Yeah, was... yeah. Pre Stokes is Mister uh, Naughtiness. Um, oh yeah, because that would have been that. Same yeah, moment, and then yeah. so that day ended with England declaring on uh, five hundred and fourteen for eight. And then we got an early wicket. So, so West Indies finished on 44 for one. Because I remember Jimmy got, got an early wicket. Yeah, Brathwaite, Court Bairstow, Bold Anderson, uh, two, the, the start of the third over. So 2.2 overs when, uh, when that yeah. wicket went down. But yeah, so I remember we got that wicket. It was like, great. Well, at least, you know, the, the batting hasn't been quite as exciting as we thought. But let's just run through them. Um, and then it started raining. Uh, and I don't think they, they didn't call it off straight away, did they? It took a while to to um to call it off. Yeah, they did. So it was uh oh, what on the day that we were there. Yeah. yeah, they didn't call it off for ages because obviously it, the rain came and it got so dark. Normally, the normally it would have got called off for dark light much earlier, but because they had the it was a day night game anyway, they just turned the lights. Yes, off. yeah, that was it. They they were just they just had to wait for it to stop raining. Yeah. Um, but. We, it was the Friday. Now we're just reminiscing. We um, we'll we'll call it call it uh, call it quits on this game at the end of this at the end of this anecdote. It was so cold and so wet and so shit. We had tickets for the, we had the option to get tickets for the next day, the Saturday, and we all just went. Now nah, I'm going. Definitely not. <laughs> definitely, I'm absolutely definitely not. not. I remember. I just remember getting home, being really tired, really hungover, and kind of having that post stag do feel. But I'd only done one night at the cricket, in effect, in effect one yeah. day. Um, I'll tell you who I blame for it all, apart from Sean, is um, the match referee. Do you know who the match referee was? Was it Ranjan Madagasi? No, it was the other one. It was the other <laughs> one who it, it often is. It's your good friend, David Boone. Yeah, lovely. Boone, how many beers did he have at the time? At least 53, if he was, uh, if he was having a standard Boone night. 53 was it 52 52 53 54 i'm never too sure um either way either way he enjoyed he enjoyed he enjoyed a beer so okay so we're agreed that is definitely the coldest we've ever had at a uh that's definitely the coldest definitely the coldest windiest that's 15 15 minutes on being cold yeah when we started off by enjoying just how how warm and how sunny um, it had been for, yeah. uh, for for all that wind. Any other any conditions? You had any any wind wind at cricket? Did you, you were you were in Old Trafford where the beach ball were getting blown across the square? Were you? No, I've never been to a test match at Old Trafford. No. Actually, it's on the list. I'd like to go. Um, no, no other no other uh, elements based humour. I don't think I've had it no cricket. other elements based humour at cricket. Cool. Okay, no. final thing of that test match, and then we then we will leave it. Leave it be. Um, which England player made his test debut at that game as well? Um, right, so am I going to go through the order now? I am on it. must be a bowler. I don't think it was Tom West. I don't think it was Tom Wesley. Nope. 
so it would have been Cook and Stoneman, Wesley. Root would have been at four. Then at five, you'd have had Malan. Mm-hmm. Six would have been mm-hmm. Stokes. Seven was Bairstow. Eight was Moeen Alley. N- nine, I'm guessing, would have been Wokes or Broad, so it wouldn't have been them. Then you've got Jimmy in, and so another Seamer. Who's a Seamer? It wasn't Roland Jones, because he made his debut against South Africa and took loads of wickets. It wasn't an Overton. Just because just, just Roland Jones made his debut against South Africa doesn't mean he couldn't have played. Yeah, but I'm looking for who made his debut. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a third seamer. Uh, it's not an Overton. It's not uh, not Tom Curran. Don't know. I'm not. There's a, there's a very obvious seamer that I'm missing. Well, it's not even there. a seamer. It's your good friend Mark Stoneman. It's oh, did he? Rocky, Stoney. Rocky oh, yeah. to his mates. Was it the first test of that summer, was it? Um, no, definitely wasn't on um, August the 17th. Um, no, it wasn't, was I it? think we played, potentially, we, had we played South Africa already that series, that summer, with maybe a three-tester? Um, yeah, and we did. No, just, just pure, yeah, we played South Africa first pure then, reminiscence. I'm pretty sure that Broad got equaled or went past Beefy's wickets at that uh at that test match as well. Obviously not obviously not when we were there because that would have meant that we'd we'd had something else to shout about. Um but have you seen um just on the subject of Brody, he has got some absolutely fantastically awful lockdown content going on. No, what's he been doing? He's uh he's obviously I breaking celebrity news, which you don't often get on this podcast. No. Um Brody and Molly King are Facebook official. Oh, excellent. Um, so they're self-isolating at Brody's house. Um, and he's just, he's, they're just, he's just doing the kind of wettest, <laughs> the wettest, most under-the-thumb boyfriend content yeah. you could possibly imagine. Like, she, Molly, Molly King streamed on her Instagram the other day her making Brody clean all his football shirts out of his wardrobe. <laughs> Were they all? Were they all not forest? Re- all forest, yeah. Um, and then he's just got some really wet cooking videos that he's doing. <laughs> Plus, side he is obviously self isolating with Molly King. He is no, absolutely. So he's he's having the time of his life um, with, uh, yeah. with with all of that. Should we leave that Edgbaston test where it where it is? I thought I had something else to to just bring it to, and that was where I was going to go with it. Um, day night tests. Where England haven't England haven't yeah. done one for a while, have they? Was the was the last one we did because we did that one because we were then going to do Adelaide in the Ashes. But I don't think we've done one since, have we? Yeah. We definitely haven't done one here, and you wouldn't be able to. I don't think you'd be able to do one. We definitely didn't do one been. in South Africa. Just gone. We didn't do one in. Uh, we weren't going to do one in Sri Lanka. We didn't do one in the West Indies. We didn't do one in the Sri Lanka. Just gone as well, um, which pretty yeah. much brings us back to where we were. Yeah, exactly. I don't think. Where 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 are you? Where are you on day nighters? Day night tests, Drew. Do you, do you love? Do you love big, them or do you hate them? Um, I love the idea mm-hmm. of them. I'm all for testing stuff out. No, some pun intended. Very good. Like just try try stuff out. If it makes the spectator experience better, if it makes it easier for people to get to. One of the big things about about the cricket is that 
it's played when people are at work. So anything we can do to get more of it played when people aren't at work, get more people in the ground, the better. Yeah. Um, so I'm all for it. Try it. I know there's some issues with the pink ball. There's some issues with batting under the light and the toss becomes much more important. There's some issues with the fact that in basically just England, it's too cold in the evenings, as we've just discussed. Um, I think try stuff, try and get people engaged, try and get people to, even if you're not in the ground, more, more test cricket being played when people can watch it when they get back from work is better. Um, do it, try it. No simpler. So cool. Yeah, done. Love yeah. it. Love. Abs- ab- all, all in, all in agreement with that. If uh, if you wanted a, uh, a Robbie Savage or a Michael Vaughan response, just to uh, to 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 disagree with you for the sake of it, you're not going to get that. Um, I think uh, I no. think you're I think you're bang on um, with. Uh, what is the what is the what is the just for the sake of argument? What is the pushback to them? What is the argument against them? Uh, I guess it is that it's the pink it's the pink ball making it too hard to bat under the lights. Actually, that isn't it. That um, if Virat Kohli generally doesn't like something, then it it doesn't happen so much. Uh, but I could be completely wrong there, yeah, and might be alienating be millions that. of people just with four words there um or obviously you're right grounds need to be set up for it but it 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 should it really shouldn't be that much of an issue like you know think about county grounds which have yeah 2020 in the evening so there's no licensing or anything like that it's you're right it's again it's a classic cricket thing where it's like well this is probably quite a good idea but let's let's just take 20 years before we actually make it happen is it does it become particularly important now we we might end up trying to get games in. I don't think it helps get games in, does it? Well, what you could do, because they're talking about doing the... Uh, so, obviously, initially, Joss Butler said, oh, you know, we could have a an ODI or a T20 on the same day as we have a test match. Um, yes, I want to talk to you about pro- that. He's clearly forgetting the fact that he, he that would probably end his test career. Um, but maybe that's why... Maybe which, that's what he wants. Which, which is fine. Maybe that's what he wants. Yeah. So it can be a convenient way to uh, to, to, to get left out. Um, of it and then they said uh, well actually we could probably do them um, kind of on successive days yeah maybe have three ODIs and then five day test match great just keep keep lining them up Um, but I guess they could do if you had the day night test you could have a a T20 or even you can quite fit an ODI in before it you could definitely T20 in the morning imagine that (laughs) and 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 maybe just for just for for the Sheer bants. You have to have the same team. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how far just bants comes into it when it's <laughs> trying to literally real, trying to get the season to happen, yeah. to actually happen. Yeah. I don't know how important bants is to the ECB. Mm-hmm. More about bunts. Very good. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, where, that's, that's, that's where it goes. Before we spin off into that conversation, because I know you, you're keen to keen to um, to, to push push that. Um, yeah. A, a very quick did you know, um, and again linking to where we were before, Eric Hollies. Um, do, do you do you know quite why he's so famous, or, or quite why that he has a stand named after him? Um, I don't. I don't actually know. No. Go on. Shows you me. haven't read today's pinch hitter. Um, not for the first time. <laughs> um, so. Eric Hollies, um, this isn't why he's so he's so famous initially. Eric Hollies is got the there's the 277th man to get his England Test cap. Therefore, with it being the 277th edition of the pinch hitter today, um, 
he Lovely. was he was who we who we focused on in the uh, in the intro bit. Now I only I think I only really clocked this about a few a few months ago and thought oh I'll keep I'll keep I'll keep this up my sleeve. Um, Eric Hollies was the guy who got Bradman out for a duck. Yeah, yes, in his yes, final yes, test. Yes, yes. Now I really yes. think everyone should know that everyone who goes in the Eric Holly stand and I I'm I'm just putting it out there that of the let's say 20 people that we've gone there with over the, the last few years, I, I reckon maybe 20% would know that at a push. I'd reckon, I reckon if you and me don't know that, <laughs> none of our mates exactly. know that. <laughs> We're the ones sitting yes. here doing this. Yeah. They're, not, they're <laughs> not the ones studying the, uh, the number of test caps. Yeah. Is that, so is that what he's, is that his, I mean, obviously that's his major claim to fame, but, is that sort of what got him a stand named after him? Now this, is, I mean, he's obviously a Warwickshire. Yeah. Fan, so, um, not that I'm, I, I, I don't, I don't know the the ins and outs and the uh, the the. I don't know <laughs> is the fact. That's what yeah. I'm trying to say. Well, he played he played over 500 games. Yeah, for Warwickshire, so right? yeah. So there's 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 more reason. And, not, that, and obviously the the uh, the Bradman dismissal was at the Oval. Um, so, yeah. uh, but obviously being a, a Warwickshire, a Warwickshire player, but the interesting thing about the, so he included in the pinch here today, the clip of, um, of Bradman getting out, um, and it was voiced over, or they had kind of a bit of a talking head from Nicholas Parsons of, from just a minute fame, who happened to be in the, uh, in the crowd on that day, but it was actually the clip I'd got was from like the top hundred greatest sporting moments. Or something. Nicholas Parsons was in the crowd to watch. Absolutely. Bradman. He must. He's only recently yeah, died. Isn't he? So old. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, old. But the very amusing bit. Um, brief segue into into just yeah, a minute. No, but, but, just a but minute. Right? Yeah, yeah. He died twenty eighth of January this uh, early, early yeah. this year, the ripe age of ninety six. Um, yeah. The yeah, so it was part of the hundred greatest sporting moments. Now. Um, Another, it's not even a did you know, it's just a general question. Which former footballer was presenting <laughs> or doing all the, the kind of the, the bits to camera in between the uh, each number as they're doing the countdown? Um, who, which, which footballer who probably one of the last people you'd expect to introduce a, a, a clip on Sir Donald Bradman? Uh, which footballer do you think it was who was uh, who was presenting the whole the whole thing? Give me a give me a give me a decade. Uh, he played played in the in the Premier League for in generally during the nineties. Um, not in the Premier League, but in the top flight during the eighties as well. Um, okay. Not someone who presents that much on TV, as far as I'm aware, but has built a career um, post post football. Um. I'm thinking who's the least who's the least likely to uh, to be presenting to be a, to be an actual cricket nerd. The obvious answer is Ian Wright, but he does do a lot of he presenting, does. yeah. doesn't he? Um, and I don't think he was that late. Who's it's going to be someone like, someone like a Des Walker or someone like that? Is he, this this guy played for Wales? Okay, um, played for Wales. Yeah. Oh. Tell me it's Neville Southall. <laughs> I, I wish it was Neville Southall. It's it's oh, not. No. Um, think think of more of a hard man, um, who's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's your good Jones? friend Vinnie Jones. I'd actually forgotten that Vinnie Jones was Welsh. Yeah, I'm not sure quite how Welsh. Because yeah. he's not really. Um, but but yeah, I was I was uh, I was just trying to find the clip earlier today. 
And um, I just found one clip of it and I was like, oh, it doesn't quite do it. Is there another one? And clicked on the YouTube clip and it, it just goes to Vinnie Jones sat in a football ground with his, with his legs <laughs> over the seat in front saying something like, now, nah, if you're talking about a real legend, they don't come much finer than Donald Bradman. Um, and I was like, this, this just has to be. This, this is, this is it. This is the first time. This is the first time you've ever, no, you've ever said Donald. Exactly. Name. So, um, yeah. so yeah, what, a, what a complete treat. Um, what a fantastic yeah, crossover. Absolutely, and, yeah, good reminder to get you to read the Pinchetta as well. Um, so, uh, one... yeah. I've started reading it in the Fine. evenings. Now, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot more. You used to time it perfectly yeah. with my commute, but now I'm not really doing a commute. <laughs> Due to lockdown. So... Um, Due to but lockdown. also, also I, I, I have more patience with people reading it later in the day now because there's there's not so much content which has to be um, has to be uh, eaten up pre yeah. the first ball, for example. Um, but uh, but yeah, fine. Ed, the message out to anyone out there: read it whenever. <laughs> we, we're just happy. We're, we're happy <laughs> to see to see you reading it. Should we go back to the uh, the prospect of? Of um, and before we do talk about cricket being played on successive or on the same days, um, I just think it's always worth saying uh, we're still a million miles away from that, and uh, yes. there is no real point genuinely talking about when these things are going to start again until there's any sign right. of general lockdown finishing. Now we've made that. Now we can talk about it. So um, yes, and also my first point. My first point on it was going to be. And this is the main thing I want to talk about. You get into the the, the beautiful selection debates about of it, but the main point of it is it is never ever ever going to happen. <laughs> it's like, it is not. It is not. It's been suggested by yeah. Joss Butler, England's like foremost or second most foremost future England one yeah. day as a viable yeah. option, and it is definitely not definitely, going to happen. Definitely not going to happen. <laughs> it's so like it's so. It's so like crap. Ninety. It's such a crap nineties <laughs> football suggestion, isn't it? Like when oh, that story about Mark Hughes playing two yeah. games in a day. Like, it's just, it's just so obviously never going to happen. But everyone's gone. Imagine because <laughs> there's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> imagine, I... imagine if it did, how good it would be. And then think of the selection debates, and everyone goes, oh, "It's just which team." Yeah, yeah, that's the only thing that anyone, anyone, <laughs> the only would probably affect if you'd buy a ticket for which game. Um, as as as, as yeah. well, but what I what that's a good question. Which one would you go uh, to? Depends which ground it was. Depends if Sean was going to it. Depends what. Yeah. Why does it depend well, if Sean if was going to it? Because he always tickets, buys yeah, tickets. tickets. He always buys the tickets, and B he buys tickets for rubbish games where it rings. So um, that's the, the other reason not to go there. But what I think is 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 worth um, is worth thinking about. Where was I thinking? It was worth thinking about. I had a really good point, and it doesn't work on a on a uh, on a podcast when I forget exactly where I was going with it. So we're talking about Joss Butler. We're talking about a test match and a, and a there we go. Yes, 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 yes. I've got it. That is that I could literally I could feel your mind worrying, and that was brilliant. Got there. Brilliant and way if, of bringing it up. And if, back and if we're not point. careful, I forget it again. So <laughs> I think. And That's I where think I was I've going. Still, I think I've still got it, and I'm now whizzing it around to make sure it's still in the washing machine. Come on, where have we? Where where have we? Where have we gone with this? So it's Joss Butler, <laughs> ODI, Test Match, 
And the point that I wanted to make, and I've forgotten it again, so let's keep talking. So it was Joss Butler playing a test match that he might... There we are. Yes, I'm there. Right, and don't say anything else. We'll forget it. Where I think this works is that... Now, I remember saying after, and in fact, it's quite topical because TMS replaying the whole of the Headingley test. After England had um, completely ballsed up their their first innings and they were talking about yeah it's definitely got to be time for two different coaches for white ball and red ball and I was like yeah absolutely all over that and I remember saying to a mate it's they are just different games t20 and test matches so I reckon in a hundred years time or maybe even less there's probably quite a good chance that you could have t20s t20is and test matches going on at the same time of the same countries. So is it not just fast forwarding a bit of cricket evolution? That's what I reckon. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think you're probably right, but I don't think it's going to fast forward to happen anytime no. soon. Okay. Okay. But I, I think, I do, I do think you're right though. I think just by the, by the, uh, the conversation we've just had, you could so easily choose two England yeah. teams. Yeah. Could you? Like, so, like without, Literally, without even with, with hardly any debate, you might have a little bit of debate over the seamers, but you could choose two different teams. And now, now the World Cup's done, and there's going to be a new cycle coming through. That new cycle is going to be full of a lot of players like Tom Banton, yeah. um, who've grown up on T20 and are very much. I mean, there's there's always been this argument that. The Joss Butler, Ben Stokes, Johnny Bairstow, Sam Billings generation were one day specialists. Mm-hmm. Fine. And they've kind of taken that in. The ones who are kind of now 28 to 30 have kind of taken that into the international game. The lads who are now 20 to 22 are proper T20 first, yeah. aren't they? That's yeah, the, yeah. That's yeah. the bulk of their professional experience. Um, so I just think they're only going to get further and further away now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm now cool with. I wasn't. I didn't. Wasn't completely comfortable with that before. For me, I'm old school. Test with the nickel of the game. That kind of mentality. But now I'm quite cool with the way these kids are taking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. Well, it's um, it's 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 just it's a very different, isn't it, in terms of of how how the games are played, and also. But then Tom Banton was being talked about as being a test player, wasn't he? Um, and, yeah. And, yeah. And he might be. And I don't like this. I don't like this kind of, I know I've just said the phrase specialist, but what's the word? Like they're not, they might be specialists, but not exclusively yeah. T20 players. It's just so many of these, uh, of these kids, by the time they're playing for England, the bulk of their professional experience is T20 and, and, and yeah, and that's not a bad thing. That's just that's just what it's not a bad thing. That's just what's that's yeah. who they are. That's what's created them. That's that's the experience yeah. that they've and got. Say the good, the great um, thing about the fact they've got this T Twenty experience is they're used to playing in front of really big crowds all across the globe. Um, and so you kind of talk about oh, you can't chuck someone into the ashes pressure cooker. Well, it's like well, you probably can because they've played in front of sixty thousand people wherever, and so they're they're just. They're just generally a lot more, um, a lot more streetwise. Yeah, and you can it. It feels like it feels like where football was, and I think that's because it is where football was twenty years ago at the start of the Premier League. You look at 
you look at the lads that have come through in the last like you look at the the the, the strut the professionalism the look of the footballers that come through now they look like lads that have spent their entire lives waiting for this don't they and cricket is now in the same place you don't get these sort of kids wobbling to the crease looking slightly terrified like Ian Bell did yeah no completely you, you get you get people like Ollie Pope you get people like Ollie Pope who is this generation's Ian Bell strutting out to the crease playing scoops on debut looking absolutely to the manner born don't you yeah. like my uh it's just many, just many abiding world. memories of Ollie Pope in South Africa. But I think when him and Joe Root were batting together and it was just like Ollie Pope's just got so much, so many more shots than Joe Root. It's ridiculous. He just, he just looks, he looks he's a million mad, times better than him. <laughs> um, and, and he's just, he's taking the piss. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it when you see it. I mean, to be fair, the last person that we question, okay. Before you do, you. before, before, Who's before you last... pose it, let's take a quick break. Um, and then and then pose the question the second we get back. So let's have a very, very quick break. Sure. Break coming up. Break, break. We are back from the break for the for the second time. We just did try and come back from the break, but then uh, some gremlins in the system, and uh, we we were we were buffered out basically, weren't we, Terence? Um, yeah. So as as opposed to us trying to replay that conversation with with epic um, Amdram style, uh, pose the question, and I'll just give you the answer. <laughs> uh, question: Who was the last player that we just looked at from minute one? And when, yep, yeah, he's in. He's the man. He's to the man of born. Where's he been? Uh, Hasib Hamid. Correct, yep. Yeah. And Excellent. the beauty Next. of this is we don't have to list all of the incorrect answers that you gave last time. No point. They've been deleted. Your, your, Joe, Roots, your Joe Roots, your Ben Stokes is. <laughs> ah, that's a shame. Um, that's a shame. That's been deleted. That clip has now been <laughs> officially, <laughs> officially deleted. Baby boycott, Hasib. That's boycott. what we called him when yeah. he broke through, wasn't it? Broke through, made day. Do you make his debut in Bangladesh or in India? I think it, was it must be in Bangladesh. Um, um, and everyone went, yep, he's exactly what we needed for ages. Um, and then he's just sort of got injured, broke his hand, rebuilt his technique, and then has just sort of gone back into county cricket and lost the plot a bit. Um, now, this year was going to be a massive year for him, wasn't it? Just signed for knots. Just signed for knots, who have got a habit of developing young English yeah. players quite well. Um, although they have got a, a crop of them at the moment who haven't performed, haven't kicked on as yet, particularly brilliantly. But yeah, and it's just interesting, isn't it, that there's a whole group of cricketers now that are at a critical stage of their development who are going to go a whole summer without playing any cricket. Let's assume that this doesn't come back. Yeah. Um, and back people to like his... people like Tom Banton, yeah. Who I mean, he might be right because he'll go and play around the world. Yeah, he's probably having a nice break because he hasn't really had a break for a while, hasn't he? Yeah, not 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 the wanted one. Yeah, um, yeah. Hamid played three tests in in India. His eighty two is his highest score. Was wasn't that what he made in with his final broken... test with a broken hand? Yeah, with a broken hand. Yeah, after having rebuilt his technique overnight. So he rebuilt he's... his technique overnight, did he? I didn't know that bit. Literally, yeah, because he broke his hand and had to. Change the way he changes grip. Um, 
and and literally go away and change the way because he, he got he was so straight on, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he had to kind of kind of go a little bit more side on to protect his broken hand. Batted at number eight in that test. <laughs> yeah, that got fifty nine out. Um, um, that's, that's not his top score. Sorry, carry him. Oh, so ace two was in the first innings, and the fifty nine was what he yes. had with the broken hand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just it's, it's, it's just missing. There's a lot of a lot of players at a critical stage of their development that are going to miss out on. Yeah. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah. On, on, on a whole summer's with a first-class wicket. Well, it's uh, just just so we get get correction correction in before uh, for our thousands of listeners email me tomorrow saying no, you got that bang wrong. Um, eighty-two was in his debut innings. Oh, was it at, at Rajkot? Um, and uh, he then yeah. So his, his final innings was so his second innings. Sorry, second innings on his debut, he got eighty-two, um, and then fifty-nine not out was in his was in his final final yeah. in, in, at Mahali. But no, you're you're back. You're bang right, and it's um and it, it's also going to be you're probably going to particularly if the whole set, summer gets gets uh gets planked out then you're going to see a few people probably retiring um don't know if that'll be from international but t- definitely from the county game and you've, you've seen a couple of i think we've seen a couple of uh olympians who've, who've done the same um yeah. or, or, already but um but yeah it's interesting isn't it because like we as, as we said on the last pod that the pod before that was the day that cricket stopped and we were kind of speculating at that point weren't we saying oh you know who's who does a little break do 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 um do wonders for who's not that bothered about it who's gonna yeah. come out of it all right um but you're right it's, it's like everyone really is i guess if you're in the middle of your career you know it's is it great you just get everyone just gets a break really yeah. <laughs> irrespective of what sport or what job you're doing the yeah. majority of a lot of people are just getting a break um but yeah you'd be gutted if you if you'd kind of like worked so hard on your fitness you, you were feeling really good, and you're like, oh, this is this is my year. Yeah. But I guess you, you often hear people saying that, and then they have the worst season ever. Yeah. Um, so the one that springs to mind, and I know we've spoken about this before, so we can um, we probably don't we don't need to go over it again. It's it's Jimmy not getting another English summer, isn't it? That's yeah. One less yeah. summering, Jimmy. Like it's fine if you're a senior mead and you're 22 or whatever he is. This English summer is is not important. This is literally one vital English summer that Jimmy Anderson's not going to get. Okay. Yeah, and we were going to play Pakistan and the West Indies. Yeah. Um, so, you know, not no, without any disrespect to them, certainly not the two best um, test teams at the moment. Because I was going to say, well, yeah, if you give me the choice of which, which series we're going to miss out on, then I probably would have chosen, probably wouldn't have been far off choosing those. Yeah. Um, but for your right, from Jimmy's perspective, which really should be what, what governs all of our thinking? So I apologise to Jimmy straight away there. Um, yeah, he's 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 missing out a bit there, isn't he? Yeah, I just hope he. I just hope that he's got one more summer in him after this, and he gets a chance to walk off to a packed house. Yeah, like, no, absolutely. Like, like did. Absolutely, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure he will. But it's the it the taking cricket out of the equation straight. Like, and then I'm going to put it straight back in. But it's. Like the whole lockdown, the whole COVID thing. It's it, if you're, you know, if you're lucky enough to to not have people who who you know, who you know who are really struggling with it or, or or anything like that or passed away from it. It's incredible how it it's just stopped everything. So yeah. people could have been planning weddings, they could have been planning anything, and and it's all just just stopped. Just and, gone. And yeah. I was I was I was talking about yesterday how 
you know, imagine if this had happened to me in my life 15 years ago, you know, how would this have affected me? How would this have happened? And, you know, not just being completely egotistical, I was also talking about how it would have affected other people <laughs> um, at different stages of their lives yeah. as well. But just for a second, imagine if this was 2019, no Cricket World Cup, no Ashes. Like, yeah, yeah. what, <laughs> how mental would that have yeah, been? The, the greatest summer of cricket written off. Yeah, the great, no, the, the greatest sporting moment. No super over. Seen. No super over. Yeah. No Headingley. No Joffre Archer to Steve. No Joffre Archer. Marnus Lavish Shane would would be nowhere. Um, just yeah. Yeah, Joffre Archer. Joffre Archer hasn't played international cricket yet. No. Wow. Liam Plunkett isn't toying with the idea of going to um, become American. Um. Have you seen? Um, I don't want to finish this because this is this is a really <laughs> enjoyable chat. But have you seen what Liam Plunkett's up to at the moment? Uh, again, no. But you 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 seem very plugged in with with what the what the cricket celebs well, are are up to in lockdown. What I well, what I'm really enjoying, uh, and there's probably a whole pod in this in its own right, is Excellent. just seeing little bits of loads of cricketers' houses on Instagram. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> just like. Stuart Broad's got a really very obviously broady house. Right? Yeah, you've got. We're talking your bifold doors. We're talking your island in your breakfast island in the middle of the kitchen. Yeah. We're talking yeah. your walk-in wardrobes, ostentatious, little bit fancy, yeah. little bit pretty. Yeah. Liam Plunkett, <laughs> on the other hand, on the other hand, has got Yorkshire farmhouse, excellent in the middle of nowhere. Um, and his his wife obviously is American, hence his potential desire to go and play for America. She's in America, excellent. Um, so doesn't know when he's going to see her again. Like maybe she works in America, I believe. Doesn't know when he's going to see her again. Like is in this big house in Yorkshire on his own. Obviously moved down to play for Surrey. Has he got uh, a dog? I'd imagine Plunkett might have a big dog. Uh, he hasn't got a dog, but he's basically got off a huge garden and it's just posting workouts every day in his garden. Okay. We did an interview with the Evening Standard and he's just like, it's just me up here on my own. So I'm just working, <laughs> like, lives in the middle of nowhere. He's absolutely smashing these kind of home workouts and he's absolutely jacked. He's, just, he... spending, like, he's just spending isolation getting absolutely huge. Is he, has he got Chris Tremler as his, as his kind of inspiration? More like, more like, uh, functional kind of like you'd expect from Liam Plunkett functional uh, functional size Chris Trent's just gone I'm just going to get as big as I can until it's completely pointless Liam Plunkett's gone I'll just get really really cricket fit Um, and he's just and he's just posting daily workouts from his garden where he's just sitting on his own basically it's quite nice excellent really really pleased really pleased for what's his what's his nickname Pudsey 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 there we go yes Good, good to see you have it. Um, Terence, do you want to finish off with a game? Always. I have no, I have no uh, over that, over that was ready, and uh, it is my turn. So that's uh, that's that, yeah, definitely, definitely my turn. Did we not do one um, last week? We didn't do one last time. Oh. No, um, that was that was just that was chit chat and generally based around did you know? Oh, yeah. um, but as you rightly said the last time we did one, they are becoming harder to do because both of us are determined to not do Graham Swans. Uh, opening over, or flint off to Callis, or flint off to Ponting, or um, Joffre, or Joffre, 
to see Smith. Um, but I, I've got I've, all the super over. But I've, I, I'm looking forward to when they will become acceptable. <laughs> um, we'll just have to stop talking about when they could. So I'm going to have to slightly change my intro because um, coming clean to everybody, we were meant to be doing our um, cricket in the 90s pod, uh, but we've now rescheduled that. But I've got a... Um, I've got, I had a game ready for that, but I can still do it and just slightly tweak it and, and make up some, some clues along the way. So, Terence, without any further ado, let me Freddy play ado. the Freddie Ado. Let me play some intros. Might be a bit loud to begin with, but we'll run with it. Now, was that loud enough for you? Uh, yep. Excellent. Didn't recognise it, but it was loud Hopefully that will, come, that will come across. So let me go back to my script that I was going to use. So um, I toyed with names for this game. Um, and uh, it initial, for, for the 90s uh, pod, it was going to be called Through the Wiki Hole. Um, and I was going to talk about how I toyed with calling it Through the RWT Key Hole. Um, and how you had suggested previously through the was it through the block hole through the block hole um, through the block hole was your one. So for for this one, we're going to go with through the RWT keyhole, but through the wiki hole is basically what it is as well. Okay. So we're we're basically going through the keyhole, um, and and we're just gonna I'm just gonna give you some clues based on a Wikipedia page of of a uh, of a cricketer, and you've got to work out who it is. Nice and nice and simple. Lovely stuff. Um, and the intro that I had ready um, is that when I was prepping for this, I had the treat of watching Through the Keyhole um, on Sean Lloyd of ITV Weather fame. Um, <laughs> and on, on the panel, this is 1993, was um, Nicky Campbell and Carol Vorderman, um, who, uh, who, who, were, who were trying to guess who it was. And, and Carol Vorderman obviously got it like straight away. Of course she did. Um, Hosted by the late, great Sir David Frost. And of course, Lloyd Grossman um, went, went through the keyhole. So that is a would... that is a a who's who of nineties TV, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, all absolutely. The big names, all the big names, and all three who are still still pretty much involved in terms of your your panelists and who whose keyhole yeah. um, we were we were going through. So because I don't have this this plan, I'm gonna it's gonna be a bit more a bit chucking it at you. So I'll try and go along the similar lines that I was gonna do with the one that I was gonna do previously. So round one, and then you can have a think. Go for so, it. The, this player played 13 test matches, scoring 575 runs and 120 ODIs, scoring 2,695 runs. I think I've got it. <laughs> I think you might do as well. Who <laughs> do you think it is? I think it's... Oh, do I? I think it's your good friend, Nick Knight. You're bang wrong. But sort of glad, for the benefit of the wrong. game, I'm sort of glad that I'm wrong. Yes, as, as are we. Or it would have been just time to play the end credits, and uh, and off and off we go. Very so, similar to Grace um, and Nick Knight, so right? Can't be too far. Uh, off. Can't can't be far off. Do you, uh, do, do you do you know them off the top of your head? I think if I if I was a betting man, I'd say Nick Knight played seventeen Test matches and a hundred ODIs. Let's see. He played. According to this, he played three Test matches. Nick Knight. Uh, not, I thought he played a lot more no, than he that. Must play way more than that. No, so you're right. Seventeen, seventeen, seventeen test matches. I misread Jason Gallion. Seventeen test matches, um, and Nick Knight played hundred ODIs. Oh, so right. Yeah, not... have I got that bang on? Was that what you said? Yeah. 
Um, excellent. I mean, you almost deserve getting it just for that. <laughs> yes, that's incredible. Um, so, Weird that I knew so that no, when it wasn't. Yeah. Anyway, when it wasn't him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so we got thirteen tests, one hundred and twenty ODIs. I'll give you a bit more. Um, his top score. Oh, his there we go. Um, top score in test matches is one hundred and forty-three, and in ODIs is one hundred and one not out. Right. If that's any great help. Yeah. Right. I think. Um, okay. So I, I reckon you've now got who I thought you got first time round. Yeah, I do. As well. um, but uh, but shoot, uh, I think it's your other good friend, another uh, stand of Essex, your good friend Ravi Bopara. You are bang right, Terence. Yeah. Great work, great work indeed. How many Test wickets did he get? Ooh, good question. Not many. I'd say definitely less than ten. Probably less than five. Keep going down. Zero. One. Yeah. Just, just gonna dig out. Exactly. Who it was. I reckon Who... it would have been a West Indian. Let's find out. It was Who it was. I reckon. Um, it have been... I'm gonna ch- just chuck a name out there of someone like Chad. It wouldn't have been a Chandler Paul, will it? It's a Sarwan or someone like that. You're bang wrong. It's it's. Uh... I'm taking you back to 2007, December the 18th to the 22nd. So it's actually December the 18th, 2007. Can you remember where you were bang on that day? Uh, December 18th, 2007. I would have been in Birmingham. I would have probably been home from university for Christmas. Just about to celebrate. I'll tell you what I was doing. I was celebrating my 21st birthday that weekend. Excellent. Excellent. Well, many happy returns. Um, Ravi Baparo's one test wicket was... Bold Pryor caught no no sorry Bold Bapara caught Pryor and for a duck he got your good friend Prasanna Jayawardena. Two thousand and seven in December. Two thousand and seven, December two thousand and seven. Lovely, a lovely bit of business. December two thousand and seven. Let's see what else did Ravi do in that game. He also made uh, a duck himself in England's first innings. Um, that would have been and... his debut, wouldn't it? Ish. That was a series. Broadly, oh, his he got a pair. Well. He got, he got a pair. Fantastic. Uh, uh, he run out in the second innings. Um, so was that his debut? It would have been up there. He made his debut in that series. It was, yeah. Oh no, he made his debut earlier in the series, December yeah, two thousand seven. Same, same as Broadie. Same as Brody. There we go. Well, yeah, that please, I'm pleased we went through the RWT keyhole. Yeah, lovely. Um, and and I'm, I'm, it just, I love how similar careers Ravi and, <laughs> and Nick Knight have. have had, yeah. Well, did no, that's you, did that's you something just we never thought we'd come across. Drop Jason Gallion in there as well. I, 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 I did yeah, I mention did, it? Yeah. Yes, I did. So the reason why I said Jason Gallion is because he made his... Well, he's got the cap before Nick right, Knight. Right. So I'm not sure if it was the same test, but he... And he only played three oh, tests. Right. So um, so that was where I, I mis, misread the... Uh, well, famous read that for famous so, yeah, Nick Knight. being the Notts captain who chucked KP back KP's in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> and kind of set, yeah. set a trend, yeah. shall we say. Um, I like to think but, that... Uh, yeah, but yeah. Kick. Strauss, uh, uh, Jason Gallion, and uh, who was the who was the ECB guy that got rid of? Uh, he's now the guy, he's now the director of cricket at was Kent. It, was it Downton? Downton? I just like to think that they just get together and share anti KP stories. Yeah. 
<laughs> who's 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 he annoying this week? Kind of, kind of, kind, kind yeah. of stuff. Um, and so yeah, so just before we just before we uh, we, we nip off, um, I don't know if you saw t- wait you, you haven't seen today's uh, pinch hitter email. Did you see the question the trivia that was going? Uh, on? No, I haven't. Enlighten me. Was, oh yes, I have. It was 16, question, which I was... sixteen players averaging over fifty-seven since two thousand. Exactly. Yes, and it's just quite a nice. Yeah, one, lovely. Actually. Just got some nice, got some nice, nice feedback from from quite uh, a few really people. Really nice question. Do you know what surprised me about that? Um, no, no Englishman. Englishman. That didn't really surprise me. That didn't surprise um, you. I was surprised. Yeah, I was sort of surprised that there wasn't any. Um, Curtis Patterson. Curtis Patterson was the one that surprised me. Yeah. Top of the tree. Um, made a hundred on debut last year. But hasn't been seen again. No, so 114 not out, um, but then he scored 144 in his over his overall yeah. two innings um, that he's, he's played. So he's uh, got out once, and there he's got his average of uh, of 144. Um, but yeah, the 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 the, uh, the the best answer I got um, today was someone said Hansi Kronja, um, and I think it was slightly tongue in cheek, but um, when I. When I checked it out, Hansi Kronje's uh, average was five versus <laughs> uh, January 2000 um, onwards. And to be fair to this guy, he said, well, there you go. It, at least it proves I didn't cheat. Um, and it's like, ab- ab- absolutely, absolutely well done. But so the interesting thing from... About cricket, but still taking part in that, in that level of granularity, that niche cricket quiz... <laughs> but he, to be fair, he often knows, he often knows very well. Often does very well, um, and and uh, yeah, he just yeah, he's, he's he's just, just a bit just of a bit of a punt, and sometimes you, sometimes your punts yeah. don't come off. Uh, but the interesting name on the list, which so I, I chose the the top the top uh, sixteen, um, and Brad Hodge was it Brad Hodge? No, it was Gunnaratna who just missed out on fifty six point eight seven. But there was a chap for Zimbabwe who made who played one Test match um, from two thousand onwards and got seventy four not out, so didn't even get an average. Um, and and as a result, wasn't wasn't viable for the uh, for the competition either. D- don't suppose you know that. Uh, I mean, has he played county cricket? Uh, has he played county cricket? I'll let you be the judge of that. Was no, it Charles Coventry? It wasn't. It was Trevor Madondo. Ah, your good friend, um, Trevor Madondo. Trevor Madondo, who I'm reading now, died on June the 11th, 2001, aged 24 and 201 Do you know days. What I think? So I that think coming one of the youngest Test cricketers to die. Interesting. Uh, didn't he get? Did he get a hit on the head? Uh, not that I can yeah. see. Not that I can see. What Not a shame. I can see at all. Well, oh, on, on that note. What a shame. On that sombre note. Um, rest in peace, Trevor Madondo. Um, also known as Baby Chingokes. Chingokes? Baby Chingokes. Either way. Uh, rest in peace, Trevor. Um, and we'll be back again soon. We won't absolutely we, will. Um, to do, to do another one. Really enjoyed today. Excellent little uh, cheeky cheeky pod. Um, and we've we've got so many ideas for new pods. We'll do them very soon. Cheers, mate. See you soon. Stay safe. Right. See you soon.